Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just go to cropmetcalf.com. Join their team today, later this hour. We'll be joined by Alan May. Talk about the Caps as they come off a big win at home against the Sens to keep their playoff hopes alive. That's a big one. Right now, we head to the BetQL guest hotline. We welcome in John Fanta, Fox Sports College basketball analyst. John, thanks for joining us. Good morning. I believe we're going to effort to get him in just a bit. No, he's there. I just got to press him. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, guys. How hey. are you? Hey, buddy. How are you? So I saw you got Hello. the uh, Johnny. You, you got the scoop up close and personal from Rick Pitino about his white suit, how that got done in time for the St. John's whiteout. Uh, they had a big win, knocking off Creighton. Uh, talk about that experience, how electric that was uh, in the garden with with Pitino, and uh, the fact that St. John's is looking like they're back. Well, it, it, here's the thing. It was a an afternoon in which they were back, and right. I think the expectation coming into this season was is that that there would be about fifteen to twenty afternoons or evenings like that. Uh, and the fact is, for this team, that has not happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a wait and see season for St. John's, and it's been you know it's 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 been like that very highly anticipated series or movie that you can't wait to see. And then you show up and and you think to yourself, well, um, you know, it was good, but I, with how much anticipation or buzz there was, I I wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted, I wanted something else. Uh, But on Sunday, we saw what the Rick Pitino era at St. John's can be. Uh, The day begins with, with Pitino, we're 90 seconds to the national anthem, guys. Everybody's out on the floor. The crowd's ready to go. And Empire State of Mind plays 
on the MSG Jumbotron and Rick Pitino comes walking out of the tunnel in an all white suit that I guess he borrowed from Morgan Freeman from, from Bruce Almighty, uh, because that's, that's what it looked like. And, you know, it's a Sunday afternoon and this guy looks like, uh, you know, he, he looks like God when he walks out of the tunnel mm-hmm. and his team then proceeds to play like it against a team that had just stomped on number one in the country that had just rolled past the number one team in the country. So St. John's, it was a move the needle win for them. Their season retains a pulse. Uh, it's a slow one because they only have two quadrant one wins. They're two and nine against quadrant one. That That's not going to cut it. Right. Uh, but they're at Butler next uh, tomorrow night and they have to win that game. And if they can win that game, they close with DePaul and Georgetown, and and Georgetown's at home. They're, I don't. They're not losing either of those two games. If St. John's can win at Butler, things get very, very interesting. I still think the Red Storm would have to win at least a game in the Big East tournament. But the point, the point, St. John's would walk into the Big East tournament needing a win to get into the serious discussion for an NCAA tournament bid. Two wins to probably punch a ticket. That makes for a very interesting Big East Tournament week. A reminder, St. John's, this is hard to believe, they haven't made a semifinal Friday at the Big East Tournament since 2000. Mm. They haven't even made the semis since 2000. Could Patino put get them on a run and get a, a sea of red of some sort on a Friday night at the Garden? That's very interesting for the Big East Tournament. Yeah, this is why they're not back. One, they... Um... They've lost eight of twelve, and two of those wins. Two of those wins were DePaul and Georgetown. So I, I agree with you. I mean, you go out and beat Butler on the road, good win. You're going to beat DePaul and Georgetown. All right, so you're going to have possibly what 19 wins before the Big East tournament. But they're going to have to do some damage in the Big East tournament. And look, the Big East tournament's on their home floor, so it's possible they can get hot, right? But um, they're certainly not back. I don't think because based on a win against Creighton, which was very impressive. But um, in general, I think they got a lot of work to do. One big note. <clears throat> in the history of the Big East Conference, and this is amazing, in the history of the Big East Conference, only one team in league history has missed the NCAA tournament while recording 20 wins or more. Mm-hmm. And it was John Beeline in West Virginia. Now, this is years ago. Mm-hmm. But my point, if they get the 20 wins and it's Rick Pitino and the committee likes television ratings and you can't tell me otherwise because we all know that they do, you're not telling me that the committee wouldn't consider Michigan State versus St. John's in Dayton, Ohio at the first four to, to increase interest in the NCAA tournament. You cannot tell me that the committee doesn't like a good story because they they put them together all the time. Yeah. Totally. So for St. John's, you got to win out. You got to win out in the regular season. Give yourself a chance. But yeah, if they're on the bubble uh, and if they're hanging around, uh, Rick Pitino has pull. Hmm. Whatever we want to say, we know that. Anytime he's in the tournament, it's must watch. I think. All right. So you're going to be calling the Villanova Georgetown game 
tonight at Nova at Finneran Pavilion on FS1 with Jimmy Spinarkle, who I used to watch at Duke all the time. Love Spinarkle. <laughs> but um, talk about, you know, obviously Georgetown's uh, awful this year, but Villanova, another bubble team. I don't know what their net ranking is, but when I look at their uh, remaining schedule, if they can do some damage against teams like um, Creighton and Providence on the mm-hmm. road, and I think they play Seton Hall, um, they could possibly make a move. Now, they, they haven't obviously had a really good year, and they went through a really bad stretch a couple months ago. But talk mm-hmm. about Nova. Do they have a shot? at when, now Going on the road is going to be tough, but do they have a shot at kind of making it interesting, in your opinion? Uh, they do because their metrics are, are fairly good at the end of the day. Their, their net has still been hovering uh, around the top 40, which that, that's, that's good if you're on the bubble. A lot of, some of these bubble teams are in the 50s, if not 60s. So, so yes, uh, Villanova does, does have an opportunity here. In my opinion, they have to win tonight. Uh, there's no question. First off, there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. But then they have to, to go 2-1. and one. Uh, they've got to go two and one in their final three games. I don't think one and two cuts it, but they're at Providence, which very very difficult place to win. Uh, that that place is a hornet's nest for a visitor. Then they're at Seton Hall. Uh, they that, that's that's a, a a gettable opportunity for them. Uh, but Seton Hall, they've been tough at home. They've only lost I think three times at home the whole season, and that's a team that has really come on here they're in third place in the big east which is an amazing job done by shaheen holloway he's got a a, he's done a tremendous job with his team and then they're home to creighton which look it's villanova's had success against creighton and if they could have a sweep over a creighton team that sits very well in the metrics and has beaten uconn and you've beaten north carolina that would be great for villanova i mean that that would really that would really be strong for their resume uh, if if they had a sweep over Creighton while they beat North Carolina, and and they've they've done enough to to get themselves firmly there. That the issue with Villanova guys, the reason why they're on the bubble and the reason why they could miss the NCAA tournament is because they went zero and three against the Big Five. Like, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't that, help. That yeah. haunts them. Yeah, you, you you lost to Penn, then you lost at home to St. Joe's, and then you lost to Drexel. In the, who's in the CAA, and those those just that, that those were killers for Villanova, and the, the thing now is there's real pressure, and Jay Wright's not walking out of that tunnel. So for Kyle Neptune here, these next two weeks are highly highly stressful, because here's the deal, Villanova, up until last year, had not missed the NCAA tournament since 2012. If they're missing it back to back seasons, yeah, that's not good for Neptune. That's not good for Coach Neptune. I agree. All right, a couple teams I want to talk to you about before we let you go here. Uh, North Carolina beats Miami last night. Okay, they're going to be probably a two seed, I'm guessing, but the ACC isn't very good. The thing about Carolina, especially last night, is they blow a pretty big lead. R.J. Davis was the only guy in double figures. Um, but he had over 40. He had 42, and he's a stud. But I'm just wondering if... <laughs> yeah. Like double figures, he had 42. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, what, what if he had an off night? What, what are other guys doing? Um, right, but, right. but Carolina's got some bad losses. Go to Georgia Tech, lose. Go to Syracuse, lose. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of question them defensively at times when I watch them. Um, but 
they've got off- offensive talent, obviously, with R.J. Davis. So talk to me about Carolina. Where do you have them? I'm guessing you probably have them in the you know a two seed range in terms of the brackets. Yeah, they're a two seed because they've they've been able to win enough on the road and more so than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they when the when the committee revealed them as a two seed uh, a couple weeks ago on the on the early top sixteen reveal that they put out. The reason why North Carolina was was on the two line and and was their highest two seed was because they had six road wins, six true road wins. Now, the, the thing about this is it's, it's difficult to judge a team in this ACC versus a team in the Big 12 or a team in the Big East or a team, uh, you know, in the SEC because the ACC is not what it used to be. Right. It's just not. Syracuse has gone down. You know, they're, they're, they're average this year. They're, they've got 18 wins, but they don't have a lot of great wins to that to that season. Uh, we could go right down the line. I mean, it's it, there's just programs that are a shell of themselves or that at the very least are hovering near the bubble. There's just not a lot of great teams in this. And we thought Virginia was pretty good, guys. But Virginia stinks. Correct. They, they're, they're not any good. They're, they're not, in fact, they should be – they should be a first four team right now. They could miss the tournament, but a lot of people are giving them the benefit of the doubt. I don't like their resume at all. There's not a ton of quality to that. But where do I have Carolina? I do have them as a two seed. I do believe they can make the final four, and I'll tell you why. They're a lights-on team. When the lights go on and they're bright, at the end of the day, they have R.J. Davis and Armando Baycott. They have the all-time North Carolina leading rebounder, and they have an absolute bucket. And they surrounded those two guys with guys that can coexist with them and then accept that those two are the guys. Harrison Ingram is a winner. They've got enough. They're a, they're a bright lights team. Hubert Davis has done a good job this year. You know, I, I, I am going to give him his flowers. I thought that this could be another tough season for them where the expectations were ultra high because of what they had back and that this could be a struggle. Instead, he's got them in a good place. Uh, I, I do think that they're the best team in the ACC, although Duke is coming on. I still think I would lean Carolina if I had to pick between the two because of experience. And at the end of the day, they were in a national championship game two years ago and, frankly, frankly should have won. Yeah, People forget that they unraveled in that game. So I, I do have high expectations uh, because of the experience that they have and the firepower of Davis. Guys, that that's not a one-off. This this kid is he yeah, is he's good. electrifying offensively. No, John, doubt. real quick, we're talking to John Fanta, college hoops <clears throat> expert, works for Fox Sports, and I think you are doing some stuff on the CBS Sports Network covering CAA. I just want to hit a couple of local things real quick. Um, yes, sir. My guy Cakes went to Towson. Mm-hmm. They're actually pretty good this year. Fill us in on them, and then Maryland and Georgetown disappointing. What do you see in their futures? Yeah, let's let's start with Towson. I'll tell you what, uh, Pat Scary just continues to do a, a very nice job there. He he lost a lot. You know, he lost Nick Timberlake, um, and, and he's he been there forever. Key. He's been there for yeah, right. been twelve years. He lost or some, yeah, he, he has been. But sometimes when you're at a at a job like that, guys, for that long, mm-hmm. you can walk into a season and say, well. You know, I, I lost some key 
some key pieces, which he did, uh, I can I can have a one off. You know, I think I think there's some longtime coaches in mid majors that that sometimes uh, you know can can have the, the the tough year, and oh, I'll be back next year. Not Pat Scary. He always finds a way to be in the equation, and he's got a group that that plays very hard. He got a, a kid named Tyler Tejada that I I think is really special uh, and can play at a at a, at a high level. Um, and I I like their group. Charles Thompson on the interior is a really special player. I mean, he's a tough, hard-nosed rebounder who Scary loves. So they can rebound. They they defend at a high level again, and they've got enough scoring that if their youth can can perform, watch out because they've got some youth perimeter shooting. So they're a young team in a tough CAA that Charleston uh, is at the top of. Again, UNCW's had a great year down at Wilmington, but Towson will be a threat. They'll be a threat going in the CAA tournament. A lot of parity in that league this year. Let's turn to, to Georgetown and Maryland. Hmm. Only have a minute, John, so real quick on what you see in them. Yeah, here, here we go. I'll start with Georgetown. Uh, disappointing. Don't, don't think anybody expected them to be as bad as they've been from a record standpoint. Uh, I, I'm going to liken it to this. You bought a house. You walked into the house. You, you fix the sink. You fix the toilet. You fix the TV. And you and you tinkered the dresser, and you thought everything's good now. All right, let's get it rolling. Oh my God, this whole house needs to get torn down. <laughs> the house needs to get torn down, and they need to build a brand new house over it. That's what they're going to have to do in May and June. Maryland, tough year. Biggest reason why they can't shoot a three. Nope. They just they're not a perimeter shot making team. Got to go out and get some guys in the portal that can do it. All right, hey, John, John appreciate and it, buddy. They will, uh, yeah. and I expect, they will, and I fully expect Maryland to bounce back next season, already with Derek Queen, big-time recruit. John, nice. have a great call nice. tonight. Vill- Villanova versus Georgetown, 630. You're going to have the national telecast. It's you and Jim Spinarkle at Finner and Pavilion. Thanks again for the time, man. Jim could still post me up and posterize me. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's John Fanta, Fox Sports College Hoops analyst when we come back we'll get into eb's entertainment page and alan may from monumental sports network joins us at 9 45 to talk washington capitals call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Alan May, Capitals analyst from Monumental Sports Network. He'll join us coming up at 945. Caps have a back-to-backer. They're in Detroit tonight. They picked up... A big two-point win against Ottawa last night at home. Offensive explosion last night with six goals. Yeah, it was good to see. Six goals, and Ovi didn't even pot one of them. That's You know you're running well. And when, Stromer didn't. Yep. Because Stromer's their leading goal scorer. Yep, some other guys chipping in. You always like to see that. Protoss. Pro, yep. Protoss. He Protoss had, a, great had game. a three-point night. Good yeah. for him. The youngster. Well, I've got another big one tonight. Mm-hmm. And then a Friday against the Flyers. Massive. Yes, it is. Especially if the Flyers lose tonight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, tonight I'm going to be at the Wizards game. Yes, you yes, are. Yes, I'm going to meet my brother at the University of Maryland, 5 o'clock. Going to head over there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully Why are you meeting stuff. in Maryland? I oh, he's pick picking up, up his boys. His boy. Yeah, one gotcha. of his boy. My oldest nephew. You will have fun tonight. I'm he's sure you'll there. have a good time. At the Hennessy so. Lofts, you'll be taking uh, – you'll be uh, – Pampered. Cake said the, the Hennessy Lofts there. I got to thank Jim Vincent. He's unbelievable. Yeah, of course. That they, they have like a four-course meal. Yeah. My son yeah. went and enjoyed them over this past weekend. So you haven't gone either? I'm the not. only one who's gone I, of the I, junkies? I, I need I'm to going go. tonight. He's Rick. going tonight. I'm going tonight. Yeah, you sit in a little nice little booth mm-hmm. behind the basket. Get waiter service. Is it? I thought it was like recliners. Is it, Am I in like a recliner? No. no. It's a booth? Yes. What do you mean a booth? It's like a semicircle booth. Okay. All right. I guess I'll see it when I get there. I'll tweet up photos. Yes. Maybe a little video. Mm-hmm. I got grilled that I didn't tip up. enough. Maybe junkies. Maybe I should have tipped a lot more. We didn't drink alcohol, though. So mm-hmm. my, I don't know. You're the I can't remember. person to sit in the Hennessy loft and not drink alcohol. <laughs> Who grilled? There will be plenty there of alcohol kids. flowing. Who grilled you? I mean. You said you got grilled for not tipping more? Yeah, I think on the show. I think it was we like called a, him a I little think, bit of a cheapskate. Uh, I think I gave 40. Well, yeah, he, took a, he took up a booth for four hours or whatever it was and tipped $40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little light. Like, that's just, yeah. If it like, was a regular restaurant, I think it'd be fine. But the fact is that you're there for the entire, entirety yeah, of the game. I'm going to tell my brother. You got they can't, and bring a you can't, free tickets. You're getting fed. Like, Well, the server can't change the table over yeah, and have true. more people. And everything was free. Correct. Right. Right, maybe I should have tipped more. No, 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 maybe. You should have You said more. 50. I was only 10 off of no, what you no, said. I believe I probably said 70. Now you're going to bump it up. I remember you said 50. I, mean, I was like, hopefully okay. Bobby doesn't find the tape, but I think I would tip <laughs> 75 or 80 bucks there. Now, I'm also the guy who took five bucks away from a maid at the Borgata many years ago. I guess because you got felt it. I, yeah, I had a bad I, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't even know what I would, what, what would be an appropriate tip for that. I never know either. I never know. 50 bucks for how many servers were there? One? Just one. You have one, yeah, one dedicated uh, server. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying that 
I would wouldn't tip more. I just but don't know what would be appropriate. But if that one dedicated server had three or four of those little lofts, if everybody gave them fifty bucks, hundred fifty dollar night, yeah, I don't, I don't night. think, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that works. I don't think they like take care of three tables. I think like you're, you're no, they one. do. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you. Well, going now on you Hollywood know. Entertainment. Yeah, tell your you brother know. to tip tonight. Yeah, I told him bring tip money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because yeah, you're not twenty bucks. He's gonna bring seven dollars. Yeah, you know what? you better have emergency tip money just to back him up. I never carry cash. That's a problem. And my Venmo's felted because I had to use Uber. You want to? You Venmo. want? I've got cash. No, yeah, I, I, you I, can Venmo. I have cash. I don't like can. to borrow. He has all day to get cash. He's just yeah. lazy. Yeah, I'm lazy. My <laughs> wife will give me something or something. I don't know. Um. All right. It's your big errand today. Is yeah. cash. Oh, Are you going to start with the uh, get up? We have the no. audio. I'm going to start with my read. Oh, the yeah. entertainment page brought go. to you by, hey, driven by BMW Fairfax. In fact, I'm actually going to blow the, They've got a read here where it's all about your e-credit and everything, the EV credit, so you can, they'll like double the savings for you. Something literally, the EB credit. Should be the EB, yeah, EB, credit. The EB credit. You could save, literally, so if you save 7500 you get it for 1500 off or 15000 off. Yeah. If, they, if you save 10000 <laughs> you can save 20000 my man Mike, though, over the weekend, he sent me this video. I just posted it. It's a 2023. This is what, like, like Drab thinks I don't really like these cars. Mm-hmm. Look at that 2023 Ram 1500 truck. I'd kill for that. <laughs> that thing is a monster. They're selling 700 that, horsepower. They're selling that at the Beamer? Yeah, it's a used it's a used oh, vehicle. Okay, got it. I'd kill for that. Are, vehicle. are we supposed to buy BMWs or Ram? What's going on here? <laughs> it's their part of their used deal. All right, all right. Let's make it sure. It's part of their used deal. Um I still Ram, don't get your fascination with trucks. Those Ram trucks here here it Hold is. On, I'll look, tell you. Those Ram trucks are ridiculous. I yeah. I don't have a truck fetish, but I got to use one of those for like a week. Uh-huh. It's it's like a mini RV. Yeah. It, it's uh, like big. you could live in, in the vehicle. This it's is so mass. Sick. This 700 horsepower supercharger, mm. zero to sixty in four point five seconds. I'd kill your whole family in that. Now thing. I don't know where I could park it. I'd have a hard time parking that bitch. I know that. <laughs> where would you park <laughs> it in the garage downstairs? Could you fit what? it? Eric would kill. That's my. That's, that did sound a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love. What are you, what are you love... a grave digger? <laughs> yeah. I, yes. Mike Walker's gonna love this read. Yeah. I, will I, kill love, your, I will love. I love your family in this vehicle. I love yeah. big ass trucks like that. Sorry. That's, that's your, your of... wife's blood's gonna be all over my yes. Uh, grill. Yes. <laughs> if anybody gets in my way, running them over. Deer, <laughs> dogs, cats. I don't care. People, come on down. Come Sunday, on down. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. He did run over that guy in Fairfax, that's and true. then he left the scene of the crime. And then he circled but at back. At least he didn't do it in a big gigantic Ram truck. He did it in his felted his, Nissan. Hey, are they gonna his Beretta? Let go by the dealership and say, hey, this is where I get my killer truck. <laughs> yeah. A killer this, deal on a truck? This like is, Christine. This is a great, <laughs> this is a great vehicle. Anyway. <laughs> Stephen King call. reference. Mike did a little Good video. Recall, Check it out on my, on my Twitter. Um, all right. So the boys want me to lead off with the, uh, the Get Up story. It's so funny. We were doing the show about, I don't know, half hour ago. And all of a sudden, the boys uh, noticed that they were using our Merrill Hodge interview as fodder um, on that show Get Up. I guess it they had Hasselbeck there. He was responding to Merrill Hodge saying that, what, Drake May wasn't a first-rounder? I can't even remember what he said. We've had yeah, so many they, draft guys on. Yeah, yeah, said he wouldn't touch him. Cryon said, underneath, it says, it says, Merrill Hodge on the sports junkies on 106.7 The Fan. Former mm-hmm. NFL player said Drake May is, quote, extremely inconsistent. He's not extremely athletic. Mm. 
So I don't know yeah. if they just cherry-picked those quotes or if they did. played the audio of Merrill Hodge. So, he has well, been the subject of a fair amount of debate and disagreement as a prospect in this early stage of the evaluation. I need you to hear what our old friend Merrill Hodge had to say about Drake May. I wouldn't touch May. I wouldn't, I wouldn't grab May. I wouldn't draft him in the first round. There's a bunch of things that bother me. He's extremely inconsistent as uh, his accuracy. His processing inconsistent. Um, he's not extremely athletic. I think I find him more stiff. He's got a longer throwing motion, which allows more hits in our league than he gets in college. So that, that was Merrill. Um, you know, Tim Hasselbeck, I, I will just sort of give you the floor. I, I know how high you are on Drake May as a prospect. And look, everyone is entitled to their opinions. But some of the things that he said there didn't they just didn't sound right to me. What, what, what was your reaction? Yeah, I'm going to text my old buddy, Merrill, and uh, make sure he can find the ACC network to actually watch him a little bit more. I, look, I, like, I would just say this. The idea that he's not uh, athletic, I, I, just, I have no idea where, like, where you can kind of come up with that assessment of Drake. I mean, look at this moving to the left here. Ball gets ripped out of his hand to make that throw. Like, that's super athletic for, for a guy his size. Can we pause but, for a second? I want to hear the whole thing. He didn't say he wasn't athletic. So this is what we do when we argue. We we kind of paraphrase and diminish other people's arguments. Who, but Hodge? he said Hodge said he didn't think he was super athletic. And also later in the interview, he said, oh, he could definitely run for you a thir- first down. He's an athletic guy, but he was just saying. He was really he, talking about his throwing motion. Well, I think he was also saying he's not elite athletic like, like, like uh, Jaden Daniels and Lamar and those guys. Right. In the last two seasons, he's rushed for over 1,500 yards. Caleb Williams has rushed for about 500 yards. He is an incredible prospect. Like, that's fact. You might prefer Caleb Williams or Jane Daniels. That's fine. That's your choice. But he is a, a like, to say that he's not a first-round draft pick, that's wild, man. Like, really, really wild. Yeah. And his brother is Luke May, by the way, for those who don't know. I mean, he's from a super athletic family. Uh, Luke May was a star basketball player at North Carolina. Harry, you cover the college game. Hmm. Hmm. So Jason was saying he wants point counterpoint that he wants one of these guys who loves Drake May on the show because yesterday we had Merrill Hodge. And then earlier today we had the scout from the Jets who was not super high on Drake May, although he gives him a first round grade. Can you find the part? I mean, I don't know if you care to where Hodge where he did. He did caveat it by saying that he he was athletic. He didn't say he wasn't athletic. And he did say he could get your first down. He could definitely run for your first but when down. He's, but when he's downgrading May as a prospect and he emphasizes that he's not super athletic, you think, okay, well, that's one of the, the negatives he sees in his game. Well, he's just he, saying, compared he, he, to like he, a Jaden Daniels and a Lamar, he's not like that. I understand that, but he didn't compare him to Or Josh Jayden. Allen. He didn't he, compare him to Jaden Daniels or Lamar. I think he compared him to Josh Allen. Right, right. He think? said, but he said he didn't. He didn't say he's not as athletic as Jaden Daniels or. Well, that's what I interpret him yeah. saying. It's all subject was, to interpretation. The way yeah. I kind of interpret it, because he was also talking about throwing motion like back to back, and it made me think of Kerry Collins when he was talking about the long hitch. And mm-hmm. Kerry Collins was a good quarterback. I think he was a Super Bowl quarterback. Took a team to mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. Giants, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, got smashed um, by the Ravens. But he had that. kind of a long throwing motion, and he did throw a lot of picks. So one of the things that the guy we had on the show today said about Drake May in particular, who's been rumored to be the number two pick, that's why we're talking about him so much, because commanders could select him, is 
The guy who had been on today said that the ball doesn't explode off his arm. Yes, he can throw the ball far. The video shows him throwing it 80 yards, whatever, if it wasn't a trick video. But that some guys, it may reach the same distance, but they have different speed, or some of them just flick it, mm. and that maybe he's got a much longer one, which could lead to fumbles you know and things I need like more, that. I need more of, yeah. are you well, accurate to a receiver that's 15 yards away? And you hitting the stupid crossbar from I think, 80 yards. I think like, Merrill, that means very little to me. Well, he also said he wasn't. Merrill that, also. Uh, yeah, that, that well, me. I will say that May, a lot of May's little quick 10-yard slants, yeah. when they say ball placement, sometimes they are off. Like right. Sometimes they'll throw behind guys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody he, he, he does might, that. He might not be super defense. accurate when it comes to those quick slants and outs, but I don't know. I think he's definitely you athletic. super accurate? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> He's super accurate. Well, these, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say they. They also they talked about the inconsistencies that Hodge mentioned on on the show, and uh, they said the the offensive coordinator transitions uh, from year to year had something to do with the inconsistencies. But they also they also said was um, like every every prospect has inconsistencies, flaws, some bad tape, bad throws. There's 100%. no there's no perfect tape. For all of these players, but their main main beef was with calling him unathletic. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. I I know. He didn't but, say unathletic. I know, but yeah. they just pulled the, they pulled the clip. I know. Played the, the clip. That's and the part that jumped at him when he said he's not super athletic. But he's yeah. He emphasized that part of it, though. When we come back, we'll talk Caps hockey with Alan May from Monumental Sports Network. So keep listening. Bank local, cheer local in business every day is game day. Business is always moving up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank, proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. Welcome back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Show Junk's on 106.7 The Fan, Team 980. We're joined now on the BetQL guest hotline by Alan May, Caps analyst on Monumental Sports Network. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Doing great. A little happier doing post-games these days, huh? 
Well, it's kind of cyclical. So it, it seems like it's two weeks of hell and then two weeks of kind of awesome hockey. Yeah. So hopefully this this trend ends and it just sticks to the awesome hockey because it's been a, a lot of fun lately. And my little broadcast partner is like bouncing off the walls when the Caps have those games where they score a ton of goals and don't allow as many in. So it makes it a lot better to cover and, these games. And, Alan, it's funny you say that it's cyclical because, like, if you had asked me and probably anybody else that follows the Caps or watches the Caps a decent amount, what would Brian McClellan be doing at the trade deadline? Two weeks ago, I would have said, well, he's going to be a seller. He's mm-hmm. going to sell any parts that uh, somebody else might want that's not going to be part of the core moving forward. But the, the trade mm-hmm. deadline's March 8th, and, look, there's still some time. He could now still then, be a but, seller. But – if they continue with what they've been doing of late, especially offensively and scoring and outscoring opponents, he's going to be a buyer come the, the trade deadline to try to add pieces for a playoff run, I would guess. Well, I would think in the next little bit here, I'd say the next two to three games determines everything. Right. Uh, tonight there was a huge game in Detroit, and they've got to win it. They've got to win that game against Philadelphia because these are two teams that they're chasing uh, for the wild card spot. For the Flyers, they're actually in one of the top three spots. But they don't have as many points as the two teams in Detroit and Tampa, I believe. I haven't looked at it, you know, this morning. I didn't wake up and jump to the standings. But last night, they don't. It was like that. So they have to, you know, they, it's it's hard decisions. And from what I'm hearing out there, and the people that are calling me associated with teams, they're offering a lot for what the Caps have, mm. and they're kind of older players that they're after. They're guys that are more proven that what you can get to have some playoff success to add to their roster. So. This is a very tough time, and no one likes to be part of it. No one likes – it's not really thrown in the towel, but what we've seen lately out of all these young players that are coming up, uh, I think that championship run in Hershey with the younger team is really paying dividends because last night was very exciting to see how fast the players were skating, getting up and down the ice, the enthusiasm in which they were playing the game, and the confidence uh, was very impressive last night. So, you know, at the same time – you're you're creating confidence within young players to start worrying about and thinking about being an everyday NHL player. So no matter what happens, uh, it's going to be for the benefit of the franchise. Alan, what's the key to the Detroit game tonight? It's a back-to-backer. They had to jump on a plane, fly up to Detroit, playing a good team in their building, and they're pretty good at home. What's the key tonight? Well, the, the key is the Capitals have been really good in back-to-backs this season. And in January, nothing went right pretty much. <laughs> But before that, they were surprising everyone on the back-to-backs. Last year, they were horrendous. Tonight, I think they can't play a run-and-gun game like they did with Ottawa. Ottawa really doesn't know how to play without the puck yet. They've got a lot of young offensive players, and they've got a, a newer coach. A new coach is trying to teach them total defense, which I don't think he's going to be able to sell to them. But tonight, I think you have to play a no-hit type of hockey game. You have to keep five guys in. And if the Caps do this right tonight, they're going to play a very boring brand of hockey. The people in Detroit are going to hate their team and hate the Caps because they should just stay in the middle of the ice and check the puck and wait for opportunities, big mistakes, turnovers, costly errors that they can convert into a goal and then force the Red Wings to play reckless. But they've got to play more of an opportunistic type of game tonight. Uh, to me, that's how you win because Detroit is rolling. They're fast. They play a really good brand of hockey, and everything's clicking right now. So, you know, they're, they've been in a rebuild for a long time, and now everything's starting to come together. And then, like you said, you've got tonight Detroit. Tampa's playing Philly tonight. I think it's in Philly. 
So that's obviously a huge game that we're going to be watching. But then if, let's just say, Philly loses tonight and we win, man, Friday's just a massive game. Monster. Right? Yeah. So, And really, what you, you, know, you want both those teams to lose. You don't want it to be a three-point game where there's – you know, an overtime or a shootout involved. You, mm-hmm. you just need one of those teams, but preferably Philly loses. And Philly's a team that may have to start unloading guys because they've got players that a lot of teams want that are offering high draft picks and prospects for. So they did, if they lost tonight and then the Caps beat them, that kind of enforces their decisions or, 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 or you know, creates more of a possibility that they'll unload and their team won't be as strong going down the stretch. So two really, really big games, but you can't overlook tonight you've got to take care of business tonight you need to make sure you get your two points or no matter what a point tonight and then the game against Philly's huge absolutely ginormous so you know basically as long as they're in this hunt chasing teams every night is a playoff type of mentality for the Caps. Mm-hmm. Alan did you see Charlie Lindgren being a better goalie better more consistent goalie than Darcy Kepper when Kepper was signed to that big fat deal to bring him over from the Avs, I mean, how surprised are you by, by this turn of events? Well, I, I still believe in both goaltenders, and I just think the way the Caps were playing at the start, Darcy's record, because they were throwing him in every night. But from everything I'd heard about Lindgren, and when you looked at his sets, he was just always in the wrong place at the wrong time. But at the same time, he's able to hone his craft. So you, you look in, in Detroit, they had two – in St. Louis, two incredible goaltenders. In Montreal, incredible goaltenders. And he wasn't going to get the chance, the opportunity to be a regular, not even a regular backup with what was going on with both of those teams. St. Louis had Bennington, and who, the goaltender that's in Detroit now, I'm got a, at a loss for his name right now, but the Carey Price of Montreal. But his attitude is incredible. And, you know, he, he, he's, he's in a confidence run right now. You want to keep it that way. And it's it's a great problem to have when your backup is playing so well and, and pushing to be the starter and maybe is the starter right now. But you have to have two goalies in the National Hockey League. I thought last night Darcy Kemper was sensational. Uh, there, there was a lot of nice opportunities for the Senators that he came up big. They didn't get a lot of shots, but they were looking for the percentage shots. So, you know, right now it's a great problem to have that he's riding so well. Uh, but the bottom line is, if the team doesn't play well, your goaltenders will crumble. It doesn't matter who they are. And we saw when Todd Reardon was the coach, Braden Hope, he's the best goalie that's ever wore a Caps uniform, and they weren't playing good at the puck. I don't do not know why he changed it up from what Trotz was doing without the puck, but Braden had so many breakaways, and everyone thought he was done. But it's the team has to play correctly to give the goaltender a chance. I always, I always call it playing half the net. So if you only have to worry about half the net because the defensive package or the setup takes away the other side, it's a lot easier for the goalie to play the game. So the Caps have to continue doing that for both goaltender. I don't care who's in net. And they need Charlie Lindgren, who will probably be the starter tonight, to steal a game at Detroit. But everyone's got to be in on this defensively. All right, Alan, looking forward to seeing you and Alexa Landestoy do the pre-between and post-game for the Caps tonight as they take on Detroit. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Thank you, pal. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. Yep. All right, See buddy. Man. Sounds like he's saying they could still deal, even though they're chasing and trade away some of their better players who are older. Like Max even if they're chasing somebody like playoff like spot. to add him for mm. like a cup run. Uh, I can see that. Now he's not healthy, or like I was thinking, Oshi. Don't trade. Yeah. Oshi. They can't don't trade. trade. I don't think they're going to trade. Fan Oshi. favorite, man. Yeah, you can't like, do him right. You just can't do us like that. Unless it was a crazy deal that he just couldn't. 
couldn't turn of course down. You can. Well, who's going to want Oshie when he's been banged up three or four times? I banged up thing throws a monkey wrench in it. I don't see that happening. He was super productive when he was healthy this year. I mean, he went went early in the year. He went and saw that specialist in Minnesota, and after he came back from that, he was turning it on. He was, like, super Well, he's probably going to have to go back and see him. May have to. Hopefully... He recuperates and he's back on the ice soon. It did well, not who look else good. are the older veterans that teams want? Uh, I think Pacioretty would draw his interest. Give me another Certainly one. one. I mean, you're not going to deal Carlson. I mean, Why not? Who, the Hall of Famer. Top defender, you, you, I know, but Most you got to do the Belichick theory. Trade him. No. Okay. Do, I'm a loyal theory. What's the other one? Ed, Edmondson? <laughs> Edmondson? Edmondson. Joel I'm Edmondson. Going down Joel Edmondson. Edmondson. That's yeah. another one. I like right it. I like, I like that, EB. I'm a loyal guy. Hope the Cavs get two points tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow. Be Mitch and Finland. They're coming up next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.